Welcome to Right on Track, a songwriting podcast. Thanks to Tone for tuning in. I'm Demi Michelle Schwartz, and I'm thrilled you're joining me on my songwriting journey. So kick back and relax, don't fall flat, and remember, stay right on track. Welcome back to Right on Track. I am so excited because joining me today is a very special guest. Please welcome Mitchell Dyer. Hey, Mitchell. Hello. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm. It's it's the weekend, and weekends are just wonderful to like catch up on just resting and relaxing. For sure. I completely agree. 100%. Well, I'm so excited you're joining me today because we are going to be chatting all about taking songs to the finish line, how to overcome writer's block, and so much more. But before we dive into all of that, can you share with the listeners a little about yourself and how you came to develop the on-demand songwriter? Uh, when it came, I've, I've done music pretty much my entire life. I know I've always wanted to do something with music. It's something that's always been a part of me. And so growing up and being in different bands and then just learning a lot of the technical stuff, I kind of, I got to a point where I saw the whole process of taking an idea from the, from your mind and then getting it to something like a platform on Spotify and, and really starting out with the, Ooh, I want to release my music on streaming services and then doing the reverse engineering thing where you basically, you know, it's you master song, mix it, produce it, record it, and you have to have the song. And and so in my pursuit of, uh, you know, finding the path of, you know, on-demand songwriter, this program that eliminates songwriter's block for songwriters, but really it helps songwriters creating music that's in demand, on demand is kind of the, the skill I want to pass on to other songwriters that are passionate about music. And so in my life of just like doing, doing music for myself and writing music for the last 15 years and, and then also learning to become a mixing and mastering engineer and understanding, like actually getting my hands dirty and doing the whole thing, I realized that in, you know, with all these mastering engineers that taught me and mixing engineers that taught me, they always kind of pushed back saying, as a mastering engineer, your master is only as good as your mix. And then your mix is only as good as, as your recording and your you know production, which led me to really just in short, the song is, is on, well, let's just say like you can have an amazing production, but if you have a really just okay song, that's just, you know, it has words and a melody and it's fine, but, and you have amazing production, it may for a short time be like, wow, this is like high quality. It sounds amazing. But then it gets shelved really quickly. And then you just continue to have to do this like fast food approach with your music where it's, it's highly consumed, highly addictive. And then they move on to the next almost like drug. And that's not how you want your music to be. You want it to be like the classics. And so I, I wanted to figure out how, like what made a song a classic and what is just like hype for a little while until you, they have to release another hype song. And it really comes down to you can have a really amazing song with pretty much bad mixing, mastering and all that stuff. And over time, in the long term, those songs 
I mean, you listen to some of the most classic songs that came out in like the 80s that a lot of people still know today in our generation. It's not anything amazing production-wise or the master didn't make it better. The song itself was an amazingly written piece of music. And that is what brought me to building On Demand Songwriter to teach people how to create amazing music, which then aids itself in, into the other process of releasing the music. It makes it much more simple and much more impactful for musicians and songwriters to increase their chances of their success. Perfect. I love that so much. I 100% agree that it has to start with the song. And I always try to not even think about production or anything while I'm writing because I am a solo artist, so I play a lot of acoustic shows. My songs need to sound good with me and a guitar, not with all this wild production. And so I think like my focus is on the song, which is the lyrics, the melody, and the chord progression, and the vibe, and not worry about the production. And then if it can stand on its own like that, that just sets it up for massive success and opportunity when you get into the studio you can imagine how you want that song to come to life and you're not relying on production and mixing techniques to make the song sound better and so I 100% agree that it's all about the song and doing everything possible to grow as a songwriter and improve craft in order to achieve those great songs yeah I think it takes a lot of pressure off of songwriters as well because if you're focused on writing like what's authentic to you And it's just like, it's you and you're not trying to like imitate anyone else. You're just trying to release the creator inside of you. And it's just like, this is my creation. And you learn the tips and tricks that I think is what helps musicians and songwriters that have made it like their full-time career to do music. It's, they focus on that rather than like, oh, how do I like get my streams up or how do I how do I sell more merch and stuff and that all all that's like business stuff but it really like you need to have a your your music is your product and your product is your brand and so if you can write according to you as a brand then you stand out more but on top of that you're writing music that that you enjoy that you love that's authentic to you and that's what people want they want something that's familiar enough but something that's new and hitting that sweet spot requires that that not a little bit of a balancing act as a songwriter i couldn't have said it better myself 100 percent. yeah i'm all about authenticity and staying true to myself and trying to take fresh spins on old ideas i think that's the coolest thing finding that balance like you were talking about and the way to do that is to just really grow as a writer and focus on all areas of what makes a great song so i wanted to explore some of those with you and hear your thoughts and so first starting off with a message of the song and the emotional hook because i think You could have the coolest beat, the coolest melody, catchiest vibe, but if this song doesn't have any heart to it, I don't think the other stuff matters as much. So what are your thoughts on developing an emotional hook? Uh, So I have a a free four-step guide that basically, it's more focused on the lyrics, but it, it, it is identifying a hook that means something to you. Because again, a listener can really identify when someone is being real and when it's just a bunch of BS. Truly, you can listen to a song and be like, it seems so fake. And they 
can't even understand like how they're like there's something about this that just it, it puts you off kilter that just didn't just feel great and then you have those songs that that are just like so simple and they're like come from like a really vulnerable place a really real place and you're just like sitting with headphones on and you're just like bawling because you're like you feel it's almost the emotions are so tangible and how they're expressing this experience they had in a song and 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 then having a hook that really connects with the listener because that's what you need to do as a songwriter is have something that means something to you and then being able to effectively communicate that emotion to your listeners and you do that with the the combination of your lyrics and then also having the the right chord progression to complement what you're saying because you can't write in a major key and then sing sad that just it feels weird unless there's some create like a reason behind why you're doing it but once you have a hook it needs to come from a place that is 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 kind of expressing life or through your eyes i honestly think like some of my favorite artists like phoebe bridgers is someone i lyrically look up to a lot because she just is able to say like intimate things that are going on in like her world and her view and her perspective and you you can feel it you just like connect to it and you just like consume it you can't get enough of it and then you have other musicians I'm, I, I, can't, I can't really think of some but I've just heard songs where just like it sounds cool the lyrics are fine and then I just kind of like notice some, like I just kind of start almost tuning it out on accident and I, I feel like that's because there's a the hook and there there's a disconnect somewhere yeah no absolutely I think there definitely needs to be a balance between what's meaningful to you but translating that lyrically in a way that connects with listeners on a universal level and I think that's something that I always have to keep in mind because every single song that I write is 100% authentically me and so I need to walk the line of not being so specific of my own personal experience that nobody else can Mm -hmm. relate, but taking the emotional core of that and the emotional message of that, that is a universal thing that when I express my own personal experience, it has that universal quality where others can connect. So I focus on lyrics first before I even get into the other aspects of the song. So you're mentioning that you have some steps in order to achieve great lyric writing. So would you like to share this? Yeah. Uh, and if anyone wants to download it, it's free. Uh, you can just go. I have the only thing I have currently is my TikTok that leads to a landing page. So in, in my bio TikTok, it's, so it's On Demand Songwriter is the name of the TikTok page. And then the link has uh, a landing page that's called Eliminating Songwriters Block. And it's four steps that anyone who wants to do music can follow that naturally leads into a a brand new song every single day like that was the whole idea and so it's broken out into it's it's fun funnily enough the first step is identifying a hook like what do you want to sing about and and it's about this and finding a hook that like ooh, i like it's like it could be a title it could be whatever and then you take that that hook it's almost like okay i'm singing about you know 
like weeping, you know, like the weeping forest. Like, let's say that's, that's the hook that, you know, you wanted to go off of. And then from there, you basically take your hook and plug it in to this, really, it's a, the, the rest of the formula. The next step is you basically summarize what do you want to express to your listener? Like, what do you want to communicate? And it's not lyrical. It's basically saying first verse, second, you know, first verse, chorus, second verse, bridge, chorus. It's using that structure and basically saying like telling that story. And then basically once you have your story laid out into sections, the next step is to convert it into lyrics. And then it's basically taking your lines and then making it uh, really lyrical, making it sound like it's it's a poem or or like a song. And then by that point, as you go through the process, every time I've done it, I always have this idea musically that comes that I'm like, oh, yeah, like it, it reminds me of this artist or this song. And then I can pull those. It's almost like the song communicates the song to you. It's it's the coolest thing. And it's been fun to share it with others. And so it's just those four steps that you literally can take an idea and then plug it into the in just four steps and you'll have a brand new song pretty much ready to go by the end of the day if you apply each step. That's fantastic. I love how you kind of have a similar process as me with starting with the lyrical idea and developing from there. Sometimes I'll write lyrics and melodies simultaneously depending on how inspired I am at the moment, but it usually starts with some kind of inspiration point where I'm feeling the inspiration. And I absolutely love how you do the whole storyboarding thing where you break down each section of the song and just write out a sentence of what you're trying to say. I do this all the time and I especially love doing this in co-writes because in that situation it's hard to sometimes be on the same page because some concepts can have very different directions they could go and so actually sitting down and saying okay what are we saying in verse one what are we saying in the second verse and going through that then everybody knows what you're specifically saying in each section of the song so then when you go to write the lyrics you're not like going back and forth like oh i thought this is what we were saying why don't we say this instead it just gets really confusing and so i really like that and showing a sort of progression through the song like personally for me second verses are headaches sometimes because like first verses like i used to really set the scene and set the tone and kind of use a lot of imagery to pull listeners into the atmosphere and the story and paint a picture and then obviously like the pre would connect that and then the chorus is your big message and I'm a huge bridge person huge like I love bridges but sometimes the second verse is like well I don't want to say the same thing I said in the first verse and so I often think of the second verse as an extension of the chorus and just framing the chorus message in a different way and adding an extra layer of the story but there's obviously different ways of doing that so I think it's just like the more you write the more you'll understand the process and your own process and develop your own techniques for getting all those song sections to flow as a story. And another thing you said that I loved was when you have the lyrics and those ideas, you start to get a feeling of what the song should sound like. I mean, I feel like that happens with me as well, like every time, like you get the sense like of the genre and the key maybe and the tone and all of that and I think that comes down to prosody with making the lyrics and the musical content align because like you were saying before if you have a really sad 
melancholy song and you have all major chords that won't make any sense and i think it's really interesting because like even people who aren't musicians they'll pick up on those things Mm -hmm. because they have their own connections with the music and their own perspectives of what pulls them into a song and if they're really listening to the lyrics and the melody and there's something about it that's not aligning that's going to turn people off and so I think like taking a songwriting approach of making sure everything aligns unless you have a specific reason of deviating away from what would most make sense I think it's a really good idea to always keep the listener in mind as well and show your songs to other people, get feedback, try to listen as a listener yourself to get the vibes of it, to make sure everything communicates your message in the way that you want it to. I think that point, and this this is something I I think any musician struggles with, and maybe this is just me. Uh, well, it's not, I think sometimes I struggle doing like co-writes because there's like this, I want it to be my creation. I don't want to share it with anyone, <laughs> you know, type of thing. But, but, I, I, as time goes on in order to know, cause you want to know if your song actually connects with people. And this is more of like getting feedback. I think the, if there's any musicians that are, you know, starting out wanting to do music in any capacity, it's get feedback Yeah, from everyone. Uh-huh. It could be a strange, you literally could pull out your phone and be like, Hey, what do you think of this? <laughs> and you kind of have to have, have that, like you need to love your music so much, but also not love it too much yeah does that make sense where yeah <laughs> you you can you can take the feedback in and say oh and be very objective and say oh I just don't like the beginnings like I couldn't connect connect at the beginning and then you can analyze and say oh okay my intro is way too long and that just helps you just inc- like increase your skills as a songwriter and understanding how do people consume right. music and then you can write the way that you want but un- but writing in a way that you know connects with an average listener because that's that's your it's it's the trap of we need to stop trying to impress other musicians yeah. and try to write for the average listener right absolutely yeah and i think too it's like analyze your favorite songs. I do this all the time. Like I will sit there and listen. Like if I have a brand new favorite song that just came out, I'm not going to just think, oh, that's my new favorite song. I love it. I'm going to put it at the top of my favorites playlist on Spotify and move on. No, I would literally sit there and think, what about this makes it so good? Is it the chord structure? Is it the melodic shape? Is it their lines and the way that they articulate the lyrics? Like there's so many things that we can analyze as songwriters in our favorite songs. Because if we look at the songs that are doing well on radio and we're looking at the songs that are connecting with us, then we can see what is working and take that into our own writing. I think that's one of the best ways to learn because we're actually being hands-on with the learning experience instead of somebody just spewing do this do that and all that because there's like many different songwriting processes if we really look at what works in these popular songs and the ones we love so much then we can take that into our own writing and I've done this so many times and it definitely works yeah honestly it's great that I always wonder like if other people do like because I do the exact same thing where I listen to it and be like, and even, I'll even take songs that I'm not, like, super, uh, like, a fan of, 
like typically there's a lot of pops like mainstream pop that I don't listen to, but I still try to go in and and objectively listen to the structure and understanding, okay, this is what they did. They did, you know, they repeated this line like this. And I then I take those tricks and then apply it to the way that I write music. Cause right. it's 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 that balance of what gets people to listen to music while still being able to write authentically to me. Mm-hmm. Again, that that's sometimes can be really hard. So I'm 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 super pumped that you also do the same thing yeah. it's like i need to analyze this because there's a reason why i connected to it and and if i connected to it then others are also connecting to it as well absolutely and yeah so i i completely agree with that yeah so one thing i do want to chat about is overcoming moments of writer's block so even when we have all of these tools and techniques, sometimes we can just get completely stumped on a song. Maybe it's because that's not the best song and we just need to let it go and move on. But that's not always the case. Some of my favorite songs are ones that I've worked out for quite a while to get where they needed to be. So what are your thoughts on how to overcome those moments if you truly believe that what you have is a great seed of an idea and you have some great layers and maybe just stuck taking it to the finish line what are some of your suggestions of how to do that yeah uh, this is a tool that i've given to past students that struggled with writer's block that i took and improved their songwriting with and one i mean my four-step guide like also helps just like get out of your own head and just like start writing. Sometimes we're just, we get in our own way and we just need to just start writing something. Uh, I, I believe it was, there was an article I read by uh, Josh Ritter who basically said songwriting is like a mound of clay. Uh, and where is it a mound of clay? It's something, basically you have to like, or it's like a, a piece of a rock that's filled with gold. And you have to like chisel away, like each new song is like you chiseling away at, you know, your craft. And so you just kind of have to like know that like a lot of people like have this perfectionism. I have to like have an idea. I have to be in this flow. And and they basically like don't write until they like feel inspired. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to to sit down and set some time and just write mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, And it, if it's five minutes, if it's 30 minutes, it doesn't matter. It's it's getting something out there even and, and just knowing like this is the process, even though the song sounds like garbage. And so it's you have to like push out imposter syndrome and just get to work and just sit down and do it. The other thing that actually helps like get you in the mood for songwriting is something that it's very similar to what you've you've talked about is like your favorite songs is i i recommend any new songwriter or musician that wants a career in the music industry to create a playlist of 30 to 50 songs on whatever streaming service that they use that they want to sound like and that they love their sound it's the things like oh i wish man i want to write a song just like this it's the you know it's those songs that make you make you make you inspired to write just like them and then from there it's it's i call it the irt playlist inspiration reference track playlist a lot of engineers mixing and mastering in order for them to get the sound Mm -hmm. their clients want 
they use a reference track. Oh, yeah. All the time. I send my producer reference tracks and my guitars for everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So why aren't we using it for songwriting? Yeah. Meaning, like, if there's, if there's like, a, like, a lyrical idea or an emotion you're trying to get, uh, take, take, go to your, go to your playlist and go to the song. And I want to write a song just like this. Sit down, analyze it, and then basically take something that you want from that song. Maybe it's, maybe it's the uh, chord progression that they have, and start like with just almost like you're writing a cover of their song, but then change up the lyrics, change up the melody, and that's a super, super fast way to basically get inspired when you're running into writer's block is going to your playlist and saying, I don't know what to write. Well, then just pick a song. Okay, this song has a really cool like chord progression with the guitar. So learn it, you know, just figure it out and then turn off the song and then let your thoughts like explore that progression. And then just kind of, I usually will start just spouting out like feelings and words and I'm really good at just like adding the right melody to it. It just feels right. But that's what always gets me like, I don't know what to write. I just always go to like a different song and get inspired from that. And then almost like take that song and try to make it like my own. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. I think really what it comes down to with overcoming writer's block is just taking the pressure off yourself. No matter what part of the process you're at, if you're stuck on the lyrics, do free writing, just write for 10 minutes without any pressure on yourself and see what comes up from that. If you're struggling with the melody, set your phone to record on voice memos and just freestyle random stuff. And if you do something cool that you like, you caught in on a recording, you can go back and listen to it. If you're stuck on the vibe and the chords, just sit down at the piano or grab your guitar and play different chord progressions and see what catches your ear i think sometimes we can feel like we have to make it perfect the first shot and we think that the song's bad if we take some time with it that's not true at all and i think that just allowing ourselves to explore and find the inspiration in what ever part of the process we're at is so important just to like not put pressure on ourselves because anything creative if there's any kind of pressure like I'm a novel writer as well I'm trying to get an agent currently but um I like do creative writing as well and it's the same situation if like I'm trying to write a chapter and I'm like oh my god this needs to be this amount of words and I need this amount of whatever and I have all this unnecessary pressure it's just it's not creative and I feel like completely restricted it's the same thing with songwriting and anything creative it's a creative art so you can't have that restriction that was a lesson I wish I would have learned like 10 years ago take the pressure off yourself like enjoy enjoy, like it doesn't make any sense to be successful at like it's the dream like it's work but you need to enjoy the songwriting process this is like an extension of who you are so sit down and enjoy your creation and and I think the other thing on top of that when it comes to understanding like where the idea of it needs to be perfect the first time is because everything that's released out on Spotify, it's already been perfected, I guess, quotes, perfected. And so you don't see where that song came from Mm -hmm. and where the the garbage takes came. You don't see those. You just see the final, you know, the final point you know the perfect you know product i guess in that point and then the other thing that i've really had to do that's this has been a big block for me when it comes to writer's block is comparing 
where you're at with others. Oh, yeah. You just, you have to enjoy where you're at and say, oh, they're a better songwriter than me. That, that will get you in a writer's block it's super fast if mm-hmm. you're looking at, what, like, comparing yourself to others. And you're pro- every journey is completely different. So enjoy your journey. Absolutely. 100%. And I think the thing is, like, when you finish a draft of a song, you can revise that as many times as you need to. Because you don't need to be like, this is the final version. Never once have I released a song that was the first draft. I always took time to revise it. And so I think one of the other things that can sometimes hold songwriters back is thinking that what they write initially has to be the final version when that's not true at all. I think what we have to do is find a way to get that song finished through all those different techniques. Once you have a draft of a song, you can tweak it, you can change it, but you can't change anything if you don't have something to start with. And so I think just like finding a way to get that song out without pressure, without criticism, just get it out and then you can tweak it as much as you need to in order to get it polished and ready for release. So yeah, so many great things. I love chatting with you about this. But before we go, what are some final thoughts you would like to share about the songwriting process as a whole? A song is really never perfect is the first thing I want to say. Like you get there's a there's a there's a point where you can listen to a song that you like that's not written by you and say, oh, the song is like perfect. And I think it's a little bit subjective because it, obviously it's perfect for you, but maybe someone else is like, ah, it's garbage, right? <laughs> but I think in the songwriting process, we get to a point where, and I think this is more prevalent with anyone who's recording, mixing, and, and, and getting into the production aspect of it, but I still think it's with the song as well is we have this idea, we basically have this standard of my song needs to be perfect, again, would also create writer's block. Again, some of the most, you know, some of the some of the artists that, that I know that have released songs, like the song is like, there's imperfections in it, are the songs that are perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's something like, it's so raw and unique and organic. And, and if you one, if, if you're so focused on getting it to sound, quote, perfect, it's never going to get done. Or if you think it's pretty much perfect, you're going to get really upset because you've put way too much stock into getting into this marginal return of perfect where you could have just, again, it's 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 finding that balance of it's you don't want to say oh it's good enough because then you didn't put enough work in but then being a perfectionist and never releasing music because you're afraid it's not good enough yeah and it's being able to this is like if it makes you feel something and it sounds good like leave good that is where it's you need to just push it out and let you know let the world enjoy that creation and stop holding back on your music because it's quote Mm -hmm. unquote perfect because there's no such thing like as a perfect song like does that make sense absolutely i completely agree that any art is imperfect that's why it's art Mm -hmm. we're not doing science here this is art (laughs) um Mm -hmm. so yeah completely so Mitchell, it was an honor having you on the show for this fantastic conversation. Can you share with the listeners where they can connect with you and check out all that you have to offer? Yeah, uh, really, it's just one spot right now, uh, and it's just our TikTok page, which I give 
tips and tricks that help eliminate the site, like just perfect from this. So if you're wanting more tips and tricks on improving your songwriting and eliminating writer's block, you can just go to TikTok and type in on-demand songwriter and it should have, yeah, it should be there. And then from there, you can click on the link and go to the landing page and get that free four-step guide in eliminating songwriter's block. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much again for joining me. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Mitchell. And of course, until next time, stay stay right right on on track. track.